Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Steelers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR. Blitzing on a Friday, getting you ready, because we're going to Miami. And I it? Something like that. Yeah. Hi, papi! Is it that... Isn't that that's that's the goat song about Miami, right? Oh, yeah, that's definitely the Miami song. I mean, there's some good ones. There are. It's like going to Miami yep. is the Miami song. Mm-hmm. Summer, summertime. Mm-hmm. That's the summer song. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's certain ones you know. Like there's the uh, the LMFAO. Mm-hmm. I'm in Miami. Bad word. But that's like a two in the morning in the club Miami song. Yes, this is like a we driving down, you know, <laughs> Miami Drive or, or Holland's Drive. Or whatever. Miami yeah. Beach, man. Come on, yeah. man. I can't believe we made it through the first segment without making any Scarface references. Well, that's probably good, man. We don't need to make any references right now about Scarface down in MIA, yo. Because it's Stilly McBeam going to be down in MIA, yo. It's still a time, baby. Let's I go. I should have come here a decade ago. Mm-hmm. I have my own car, my own yacht, I have my own golf course. Miami Beach, man. Hey, we have it made, <laughs> man. Oh, dude, we have it made, man. <laughs> the tweets are rolling in. We appreciate you guys. We're going to get to all those as we roll along here. We will be joined a little over half an hour from now by our buddy Brian Backo as well, too, of the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette. He gives us a ring, a jingle, uh, after every practice on Friday. Brian Backo. Brian Backo. He'll give us the the good scoop from down there on a south side with Mr. Backo. But before we get to any of those shenanigans and predictions and sing songs and some of these hijinks that they do on the Steelers Blitz on Fridays, one thing that we have to get to, what are the matchups that you should be watching? All right? We're going to go into the prof- into the, prof- into the say, classroom here. Don't go into me. Yeah, with Professor Motes, oh. all right? Whew, I got into nervous. the classroom with Professor Motes. You know, I did I did the show with Wolf this morning. Max was out today. Uh-huh. So I'm like, you know, not to make excuses because we cut our eyelids off here. We okay. don't blink. Okay, I was just checking. I said, but I'm, on like hour, now. I'm on hour three of, uh, of hosting radio here. So if my words get a, get a little mealy, uh, please don't bother me. You just, just on hour three. Me. Oh, man, we good then, baby. I know, yeah, right? right? Yeah, schedule. Put an eight it. or nine hour shift Come in on, here. Come on, man. We just getting started. 
Uh, Professor Motes takes us into the classroom, and he tells us the biggest matchups, in fact, five matchups that you should have your eye on Sunday night because whoever has more success in these areas more than likely is going to win the game. So what are those matchups? Who are the marquee X's and O's to watch in primetime down in Miami against the Dolphins? It's a little thing called Five Star Friday. We're humbled and excited to be in these five-star matchups. Five-star matchup. Somebody leaving here with a loss. Not going to be us. Five-star Friday. Matchup number one. Well, you know when we last were talking, we're talking about our DBs and how healthy they were. Well, hello. We're going to need you. This is the week for you to be healthy. In terms of Cam Sutton, mm-hmm. Akella Witherspoon, Levi Wallace, in that first matchup being them versus Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle. Now, we said, man, with... Hill and Waddle, one leads the league in receiving yards, one's number five in the league in receiving yards. Both of these guys are targeted a lot, and they get their productivity in a multitude of ways, whether it is underneath drag routes and they just allow to run after the catch or scheming up shot plays for these guys. But either way, they are the focal point of their offense, and they account for a lot of the productivity in this offense. That they do. So with our DBs, I'm not asking them simply to lock these guys up, be man-to-man the whole game. Not at all. But what I am asking you to do is keep a lid on this defense. What I am asking you to do is when it is cover two, Tampa two specifically, because we run a lot of that, you have to get your hands on these guys. Do not allow them free releases where they can really utilize that speed to put pressure on our safeties. So, the reroute has to be there. Keeping a lid on the defense for our safeties has to be there. But more importantly, for our corners and company, tackle the catch. Yes. You have to do that. That is even more heightened this week because of what these guys are able to do once they get the ball in their hands. So that's what we got to start off with that because it is the most critical. I think that is that is spot on. There's There are obviously a lot of, uh, a lot of big elements of this game. But the ability for our our defensive backs to limit those big plays by two of the top five wide receivers in the NFL right now, statistically, uh, certainly it's a tall task, but it's one where the Steelers have got to have some success. Like like we kind of alluded to in the first segment, they're they're going to make a couple plays. That's just what they do. They want scholarship too, but it's <laughs> they are on scholarship as well too. They particularly Tyreek Hill. They are highly compensated yes, as well yes. too. The other team's allowed to make plays. They got a nice nil. <laughs> Like Texas A&M style hey, NIL, sheesh. USC style NIL, Lincoln Riley knocking on the door. Something there. I was about to say, man, they, they paid paid over there. Um, but what you, it's it's all right to give up a couple fifteen yarders. You can't give up the sixty yarders. Absolutely, certainly, absolutely. Five star Friday, matchup number two. Well, if I recollect right, right, which I always do. <laughs> We do have the NFL League leader in sacks. Uh, T.J. Watt, right? Reigning Defensive Player of the Year. You see, you said Reigning Defensive Player of the Year. I said NFL League leader in sacks. Oh, well, it has to be Cam Hayward, right? Perennial All-Pro. Mm. Once again, you said Perennial All-Pro. I said leading the NFL in sacks. Who that man? Put some respect on his name. He goes by the name of Alex Highsmith, ladies and gentlemen. Six and a half of them big things. And, Wes, can I tell you? He has another prime opportunity this week. Yes, he does. Whether it is Greg Little, who is struggling with an Achilles injury, was limited. 
whether it's Turin Armstead coming back from injury that has had him miss multiple games, or is it Austin Jackson who's been on injured reserve after playing, what, 15 snaps maximum in the first game? Mm -hmm. So either way, you're telling me I'm getting somebody that is leaking oil, somebody that is compromised. Compromised. That's I like that. Versus an individual who is heating up. A guy who is making a statement. A guy that is not just playing to earn his reputation as a feared pass rusher, but also as a guy who's trying to secure what the young kids like to call the bag. Mm. So when we're looking at Alex Highsmith going against Greg Little or Austin Jackson, if they bring him back off of IR, they did activate his 21-day uh, designation return window. Or if it's Terran Armstead, whoever it is, Alex has to win, yes. and he has to win consistently. The best way to combat what Tyreek and Jalen do is by getting to the quarterback and not allowing them to be able to get off some of those passes, especially some of the deeper route concept. 100%. But it is going to be critical for Alex to continue to bring the pressure and not just get back there because we've seen him do that. But it's more important that he finishes these rushes because it's like the Jets game where he's winning – and he's getting back there, but he's not able to secure the tackle, secure the sack. Zach Wilson was able to do a extend plays, and these receivers were able to ultimately get open when you're asking these corners to cover for five, six, sometimes seven seconds. Well, if that was the case in that Jets game, I can tell you right now, these Dolphins receivers are a lot more scarier than those guys over there. So when you do win Alex Highsmith, you can't miss. Can't be a situation where you Finish, got two in the grass and now you allow him to get out, extend the play, and now he's sitting a dagger 20 shot. 20 yards downfield. So instead of it yep. being a sag, now it's a Phil Flipper. That can't happen. No, it cannot. And you're right. It is a big opportunity for Alex Highsmith, not only because uh – Uh-uh. Don't just call him Alex. NFL, NFL sack leader. Sack leader. Alex Highsmith. Alex Pardon me. Yeah, you're Thank right. Put you. some respect on that We're in week name. seven, man. By the time you get to here, bro, I don't want right. to – It's not week one or week two anymore. Yeah. When it was week three or week four, I wouldn't even say that, right? I was like, I, I, I ain't hearing that. No, no, no. Get it got some time. It's, it's week, week seven. seven, bro. It was week seven. Dudes ain't had time to cook, okay? We're, He's a sack leader for a reason right now. We're, what, about 40% of the way through okay. the regular season? Okay. So, yeah, that's a big enough sample size. Uh, yeah. You like that quick math by me. Nobody fact check me on that. It's something like that. High it. You're right. Not only a big opportunity for NFL sack leader Alex Highsmith to continue that in the face of some shaky competition. Is that a fair way to put it? Is that nice? That's about right. But also for him, I mean, let, let's be honest. He's not a household name across the NFL like T.J. Watt, like Cam Hayward. Um, the teams that the Steelers have played this season know him. The you know the the NFL junkies around the country know him. Our division rivals know him. But he's going to have a chance to introduce himself to a national audience on Sunday night with a lot of eyeballs and the only show in town and I think a matchup that a lot of people are anticipating uh, with a, a Steelers team and Dolphins team that are both really desperate for a victory right now. Both of these mm -hmm. teams, maybe that's that's the biggest side plot to all this to me real quick. Both these teams right now, they're looking at this as if we win this game, we're this right where we want to be. Absolutely. We're, 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 we're right in the hunt for the division title if we win this game. Mm -hmm. If we lose this game, we're going to be playing catch-up. That's where both of these teams are right now. It's a big swing game for both of these teams. Alex Highsmith has an opportunity to go out there in front of a national audience, Sunday Night Football, and really introduce himself as, hey, I'm your NFL sack leader, and I ain't going nowhere. This isn't a fluke. I'm here to stay. I love that one. And let's go uh, Let's go add to that NFL lead on Sunday night down in Miami. Mm -hmm. Five-star Friday, matchup number three. Well, we were talking pass rushes. Well, why not flip the script? Chooks, damn more. 
you're going against Jalen Phillips. Now, Jalen, first-round draft pick from a year ago, eight-and-a-half sacks as a rookie. Only has one-and-a-half right now, but he's coming off an extremely impressive performance where he did have three quarterback hits, a ton of pressures as well. He is the one and only guy that is consistently winning one-on-ones. The rest of those guys, their pressures are schemed. Hmm. They're part of their blitz package. We'll get to that later on. But Jalen Phillips is the one that athletically has the size, has the strength, has the skill and talent, and is more than capable of actually producing in stadium. Hmm. He is the one to be aware of. He's the one to be concerned of. Christian Wilkins is really good, but he's more so dominant as a run defender, not necessarily as a pass rusher right now. Jalen's the guy, though, he wins a lot on the perimeter. He is capable, and I do think that he could present some challenges to Chooks and Dan just based on some of his uh, skills. But at this stage in his career, this is still a matchup where Chooks and Dan should win. And they need to. Because when you're talking about Kenny coming back, number one, you want to make sure that the young quarterback has time. You want to have time because, hey, man, this is one of those games where he will be able to have some opportunities through the air. But if he's under duress and he's not able to fully process it, now he could, you know, walk into a trap, so to speak. So it is very critical to protect him. And also, you don't want him getting hit, man. We already saw what happened last week. We don't want him going through that anytime soon again. So, it's even more important for those guys in terms of Chooks and Dan to hold up against a guy like Jalen Phillips, who, like I said, is good and coming off of an extremely impressive performance. But this is not a challenge that they aren't capable of winning right. and winning consistently. Right. I think that's well said. We've seen improvement from the offensive oh, line. I, I think that Absolute. that, listen, if it's not where you want it to be yet, that's fine. But I also don't think that you can argue they've improved from last season. They've improved from the preseason, certainly, where a lot of us were mashing the panic button as it relates to this offensive line. Solid challenge down in Miami, but an opportunity for them to to continue to grow together. As an, as, and as we mentioned in the first segment of the show, too, uh, Mason Cole and James Daniels, both who were limited earlier in the week, were full practice participants on Thursday. So it looks like good indicators in the health department as well, too. Yeah, let's put that all together. Let's keep Kenny clean and upright, and, uh, and let's carve some big holes out there in a run mm-hmm. game as well. Five-star Friday matchup numero cuatro. All right, well, now let's get to Minka Fitzpatrick. Uh, see, I had a feeling he might you be know, on this list somewhere. Got to have a little revenge. Got to have a little, uh, hey, remember me? Mm. You know, it's mm-hmm. Benny Blanco from the Bronx. One of them type of scenarios, man. So shout out to Minka Fitzpatrick. But more importantly, he's going against the prodigal son, the guy that's returning from controversial injury. To Tagovailoa. Oh, is that controversial? That's what I've been told. So, in this particular matchup, yes, Tua has been showing that he can be a productive quarterback, and he has been making a case at how legitimate his first-round grade is or was. But the jury is still out. Some people believe that he has turned the corner. He is a quote-unquote top-notch quarterback, potentially elite quarterback. Still got the other side that are very skeptical about his productivity and look to and look at some of the ways that he's generated it, mm. and it looks a little bit more um, less likely to happen on a consistent yeah. basis. Yeah. We'll leave it at that. But when you talk about Minka now, Minka's one of those guys that has been on a tear this season when healthy, man. He's making a strong case for Defensive Player of the Year. We know he's able to generate splash, and he's able to do it not just – you know, in the middle of the field, but roaming around. And that is the thing that he brings to this table. And when you're talking about Tua Tagovailoa, a guy that will force feed his receivers, 
in a sense, yes, it creates challenges, but it also creates opportunities. Yep. Because you know where he's going to go. You know when it's a guy to have a possession down, who he's looking to. And that's the part where for Minka, that's where he excels. That's when he's able to really capitalize on stuff. But I don't want to make it where it's only a one-sided thing and it's only Minka going to be out here, you know, scheming up. Because you watch this Dolphins offense on tape, regardless if it was Teddy Bridgewater, Skylar Thompson, they doing the exact same thing to those type of players like Aminka Fitzpatrick. When they see, oh, man, this is that safety that's pretty good at robbing and doing this type of stuff, they highlight him. And wherever he's at, they utilize that against yes. these teams. Yes. So it's going to be a back and forth in that element of it. But I do err on the side of Mika just being pissed off how he was in that Bengals game. And we saw what that looked like. Yeah, we did. Yeah. I don't want angry Mika. I'm scared of angry Mika. He, he makes me nervous. He makes you nervous? He makes me nervous. He like should. If I, if I was walking down the hall with my he lunch should. and he was over there angry, I'm going to go the other way. I'm going to take the long way. All right? But that's the Minka that I'm expecting to show up in prime time in Miami. His first time playing in that stadium since being traded away. Yeah. Think about it, man. I can tell you first-hand experience. When you walk back the first time in that stadium, man, it hit different. I'm sure it, it does. It's different. All them thoughts. First, you think about the good times, then you pissed off like y'all, y'all, y'all ain't want me here. You didn't want me here. Y'all got tired of it. Y'all thought it was, y'all thought it was something different. Y'all mm-hmm. thought it wasn't worth this. Y'all wanted the draft picks okay. instead of me. Okay. So yeah, I'm definitely excited about that matchup, baby. Let's get it. Yeah, me too. And obviously, Minka that he's seen the Dolphins in the regular season one time since that trade. That was back in 2019. That wild game uh, where Minka had two interceptions. The Steelers clawed back from falling behind a uh, a winless Dolphins team at the time. They were able to come back and win by 13 Man, points. Man, how to play it again? You know what it was. Come on now. Yep. Deontay. Absolutely. Right before we're gonna, we're gonna go zero blitz, <laughs> middle of the field. Deontay Johnson, and that sparked the whole discussion. And it's funny you say that. You know what happened right before Deontay uh-huh. took that 45 yards to the house? Time out. Minka, well, that, yeah, but yeah. Minka, interse- Minka intercepted the, the Dolphins yeah. on that possession before that yeah. set up the Steelers to be able to score right mm-hmm. with that, the, the timeout and that zero blitz call. Yeah. It. it was like, yo, they changed the call yeah. and they went zero. It's like, oh, God, what are we doing? All right, well, let's just dump it off to Deontay let's and let get, him go 45 let's, let's yards to the house. Here. Make it real interesting. I don't know if they're going to give you that many freebies this week. Yeah. So we're going to need Minka to take away some possessions again. Absolutely. I'm looking forward to that. He's going to walk in there. As uh, our buddy Devin in Denver would say, mm-hmm. he's going to eat their food, mm. he's going to drink their liquor, mm. and he's going to kiss their women. Oh, Lord. That is right. Isn't that the Devin? Isn't that that's Devin? Not, I'm, right. sure that's that's right. I'm pretty sure that's the Devin line right. for when the Steelers go yeah, on the road. Right. Yeah, big big things for number 39, hopefully healthy and well-rested. Uh, back down in Miami, where he currently resides now in terms of his permanent residence and where obviously he was uh, selected and played for, what, a, about a year and a couple weeks there for the Miami Dolphins. <clears throat> Are you ready? Real quick, is is five star matchup number five? Is it is it Jim Carrey versus Finkel and Einhorn? No, I was oh, actually okay. gonna go okay. with uh, Miami Dolphins Dan Marino versus okay. Pitt Panthers Dan Marino. Oh. <laughs> you know the man in the mirror. I'm going with the Miami guy. You know? <laughs> five star. He's funny too. I'm going with the Miami guy. <laughs> you see what I did there? Five star Friday <laughs> matchup number five. Well, we got to continue forward, man. Offensive line play has been improving. It has been a lot more consistent. But at the same time, they have, you know, had some mishaps. But more importantly, this matchup versus the Dolphins blitz package. 
for those that don't know, the Miami Dolphins lead the league in blitz percentages. They love to blitz. But the flip side is they don't generate a ton of pressure off of said blitz. It's not like they're kicking a ton of butt. But when they do win in the blitz game, it's because of confusion. Hmm. You watch the tape against Minnesota Vikings. You watch the tape versus the Buffalo Bills Wait, or some against, of these other teams. Two? Where's Lizzo at? The Minnesota Vikings. Well, hello there, Sugarfoot. Let's get it. But they generate their pressure through miscommunication up front. Now, I'm not overly concerned with it, but I do have to bring it up because we have had miscommunication on our offensive line. We have. Even last week, we were having miscommunication. We did. And that's some of the unfortunate stuff when you're talking about something that they do a lot of, even though it's not something that they do well. The fact that they do a lot of the disguise and the fact they do a lot of the blitzing, it makes it, Something that we just have to be a little bit more cognizant of. Make sure, sure we're a little more sure. buttoned up because the worst thing that could happen is, man, we're talented enough to match these guys player for player in terms of protection, but you give up a big-time hit because a guy thinks it's a screenplay when it's supposed to be a drop-back pass. Someone comes untouched you to know? the A-gap. They, yeah. think, they think we slide the protection to the right. should have been slid to the left. Like that type of stuff. Can't have it. And like I said, it's, it's happened multiple times now for the Steelers' offense line, even dating back to this last game. But if they can minimize that part of this thing, man, they should be able to be buttoned up against this blitz package. But they do, in terms of the Miami Dolphins, they window dress it really nice, man. Linebackers running in inside A-gaps. DNs twisting. Tackles twisting. Like, it's a lot of moving pieces and stuff like that in terms of how they dress it up. But at the end of the day, when you communicate it the right way, they do not win one-on-ones. And that's something we should hang our hat on and feel good about, man. It absolutely is. And the other side of that, right, we need to win those one-on-ones. Uh, yes. Um, is that <laughs> one-on-ones is... are not just one-on-ones for wide receivers. They're one-on-ones for offensive linemen as well. Exactly. That's how it goes, man. Their wide receivers are going to win some one-on-ones. Yep. They're just they're on scholarship. That's mm-hmm. what they're paid to do. That's why they're you know highly compensated guys uh, in terms of Tyree Kill, uh, high pedigree rookie. Well, uh, high pedigree early you know first round draft picks that are still on their rookie deal. In, in terms of Jalen Waddle, uh, but yes, you cannot have um, that happen in the trenches. You need your offensive line to be winning those one-on-ones. Keep Kenny clean and upright. Allow him to operate there. And clear some paths in the run game as well, too. Arthur Motes, one more time. For those who might have joined us late or just want to double-check their notes, Professor, the five matchups that will determine the outcome of Steelers-Dolphins Sunday night at Hard Rock Stadium in Miami. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Matchup numero uno are Steelers defensive backs versus Jalen Waddle and Tyreek Hill. Keep a little the defense. Got to tackle the catch. Next up, NFL sack leader Alex Highsmith versus Greg Little or Austin Jackson or Taron Armstead, whichever tackle Whoever. they want to put out there. They're the walking wounded right now. It doesn't matter. I look at them as victims, all right? The green light has been lit. Alex, go get them. Third matchup, Jalen Phillips versus Chooks Okorafor and Dan Moore. Jalen, former first-round draft pick, really good young pass rusher, but we got to keep the quarterback clean more importantly. I don't want Kenny sweating too hard down there in that Miami Heat. Agreed. All right. Fourth matchup, we got to talk about the revenge tour. Minka Fitzpatrick returning to the scene of the crime. First time. Whew. I feel bad for anybody not wearing black and gold. But Minka versus Tua Tagovailoa. May the best man win, but ultimately I do feel like we have the better man in that particular matchup. Capitalize on his mistakes because he will give you opportunities. Fifth and final one, Steelers offensive line. Communicate. 
One band, one sound versus this Dolphins blitz package. They lead the league in terms of blitzes, but they don't lead the league in terms of sacks and quarterback pressures. So take that for what it is, but just stay buttoned up, and then we don't have to worry about it. It's a five-star matchup because we're in it. Five-star matchup. Anybody we play, it's a five-star matchup because we're in it. Well done, Professor. Enjoyed today's lecture, and we'll uh, see you next week. Sounds good. Any Until homework? Until next time. Any homework? I mean, technically, it's always homework. Technically, you know. It depends on how, how much you like the research, though, you know? I thought there was just one homework assignment for this weekend, mm. and that was to mm. squish uh. the fish. Uh. Boom. Hey, now. You know, I was wondering. Ah, uh, no, nah, I ain't going to wonder about that today. Uh-oh. Was that just something that you just almost get yourself in trouble there? Or? Oh, see, you'll never know. I would have to confirm said yes or no. I ain't doing that. Is there, like, how do you feel about the – is there that same vitriol that you – I know you don't like the Jets, and I don't even like the Patriots from your time in Buffalo. Is Miami on that same level? Um, Not really. Honestly, it's a rivalry there between Buffalo and Miami, like, big time. You saw that week three. Yeah. yeah. But – we had their number a good amount you did. of times. Like that was, and that was the one difference. of the few teams yeah. that you guys had their number. Right. Like yeah. with New England, it was never back and forth. It was very lopsided. So whenever we did win, it was like a big deal. Jets it's like or, 50-50, Yeah, right? with the Jets, it was it was sixty forty my time because okay. they still had like San I caught Sanchez and uh L T Daniel like Thomas. Of the Rex like the Ryan era. Yeah. yeah, they had gone to a couple AFC right, championship right. games but there. But then yeah. after that, the further removed they got away, my last year in Buffalo, it was like, yo, we ain't worried about the Jets anymore. They stink. Yeah, yeah. But Miami, they're weird. Like, I think I lost Miami twice. Okay. Once was Reggie Bush in Buffalo. He went for like 200. Craziest thing game. ever. Yep. And then my first time ever playing the Dolphins, my first actual NFL game, Ronnie Brown, Ricky Williams, Wildcat. Wildcat. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> First time, like they yeah. have had some quirky things. That yeah, they've done so down those there like the only two. It was I think it was like Chad Hitty was at quarterback. Oh jeez, yeah, it was it was that type of dynamic, oh, bro. Geez. Yes, yes. <laughs> but Miami was never like one of those teams for us that was like, man, they're just they're always getting us. Right. We felt good. Felt good like about, some yeah. of my best games, we're gonna get these guys. <laughs> yeah, against the Dolphins, it's like yo, we got numbers, let's get it. I love it. I love it. I do have to say. I give credit where credit's due. I love the unis, though, bro. I was just, the I throwbacks the that they're going to wear on Sunday night are clean, clean. Nah. I mean, no, nah, they, they clean, they, clean. They have a dope setup, man. They and, do. You know what I like too is there's there's obviously there's a lot of teams that have good uniforms in sports. Mm-hmm. They're just their color scheme is so unique. Yes, like nobody else really does that teal and orange. I don't think anybody does. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's pretty cool, especially on those white uniforms and they wear those throwbacks. It really pops. But you know what? We gonna get them white uniforms all nice and dirty, cause they just gonna be on the ground the whole time. I was like, where we going with this? We gonna look at them like Julius <laughs> Campbell, and we're gonna say, "You better get comfortable down there, real comfortable." <laughs> I'm glad you clarified that. I, I, I was I was over here. Just, I'm gonna follow him. I'm nervous though. I hope he doesn't say anything that gets himself I was in trouble. Ner- I was like, yo, I don't want to get fired today, Friday. man. Come, Come on, on don't Wes. get in trouble on a don't Friday. Don't you do this today, We Wes. just got about another 30 minutes or so, and then we're out of here. All I was right? like, Come you, on. you know, I gotta roll with whatever you say, but man, Wes, don't you do nothing that's gonna get us in trouble today, man. Wes, you're about to get on a plane to Miami tomorrow. Don't Come blow on. it. Come on. Fort Lauderdale, actually. Ooh, fancy. Fan. You know, y'all can't stay in Miami, man. You think they're gonna let? Still stay in my. You know what happened no last. Chance. You heard about what happened last no time chance. we was in Miami, right? No chance. You heard what happened last time we was in Miami, right? 
And we was an hour away. Ah! We, that's why we're staying in America's favorite retirement community, <laughs> Fort Lauderdale, baby. You're a weapon to the last security guard, right? I'm, I'm going to be sitting at some yacht club I'm drinking sorry. margaritas on Saturday night. How we doing? It was bodily fluids being put up out there, man. Last time I was out there in Miami. Man. You think? We, well, you lucky. You you lucky they stayed in Georgia. I'm surprised. Hey, man, we go, we go commute. We'll commute three and, and a half fly hours. We're going halfway to Charlotte right. tonight, and then we'll we get are, up and fly the rest of the way. We are not going anywhere near Miami. <laughs> Belichick, remember what he said? They went down early. You think the Steelers going to go down early to Miami? What, the last time? Nah. What, what? The last time was around? What? The last time was? Oh, boy. All right. <laughs> Final break of the show here before we go to not Miami, Fort Miami? Lauderdale. Miami? The three of us? Oh, no. My da- it was funny. My what dad, about the hell in Tampa? My, my dad was like, where are you guys staying? I was like, oh, we're staying in Fort Lauderdale. He was like, mm-hmm. uh, oh. Mm-hmm. It's, like, it's a lot of old people in yachts in Fort Lauderdale. Get Have fun. Far away. Far like, away. Oh, listen, I'll find a beach bar where I can way yeah. overpay for a couple margaritas. Yeah. I'll watch some college football, and I'll go to bed. It's it's probably for the best. That is funny, man. I won't find myself at 4 in the morning stumbling down South Beach. That is funny. Which also means none of the Steelers will find themselves at 4 hey, in the morning stumbling yeah. down South Beach. In the words of Coach Tomlin, do not get tased on South Beach. That's what he always tell you, man. Don't, hey, we close to my, don't get tased on South Beach, baby. Don't well, be that guy. It's about an hour Uber ride to South Beach each mm-hmm. way, so I don't think you'll have to worry about me getting tased. There we go. I like a good time, but I don't know if I'm sitting in an Uber for two hours round trip for a good time. I would hope not, but you never know. Stranger things have happened. Stranger things have happened. Stranger things have definitely happened. Is there any? Are there any concerts in Miami Saturday night uh, that I want to go see? Maybe it's the Dead Show. I was gonna say, is there a Dead Show? Down hey now. No, they don't go on tour again until May. We'll be out there. We're gonna get to our final break here. When we come back. On the other side, we're going to sing some songs. We'll have the Here We Go Fight song, Miami edition, to get your ends pumped up. We're going to catch up with our buddy Brian Bacco. And, of course, we're going to get to your predictions on Twitter, at Wesley Euler, at the Body 52 The Body. Tweet now or forever hold your peace, but at I'm least until it. last or next week. I was about to say, ain't nothing ain't ain't this day now. Traveling back now. in time. Well, I do know a time traveler. Or <laughs> Marty McFly. Hey, now. We'll also be joined by Shaler's finest, Brian Bacco, here in just about 15 minutes mm-hmm. or so as well. So plenty to get to in the final segment. Don't you dare go anywhere. It's the Steelers Blitz on SNR. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah, and some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, can a girl go shopping? Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.